0: Hey folks, welcome back to Snowman Films Presents The Unfinished Degree, a podcast for the creative entrepreneur. I'm your host, Evan Fries, and this week we were joined by Alex R.W. from ARWorks Motion Picture Company. We had a really good chat with Alex, and uh, boy oh boy, do we hope you like Star Wars. We ended up really getting into it for a while about Star Wars and other pop culture things. Uh, I had a blast. Uh, hope you do too. Other orders of business. I uh, really hope you enjoyed Lucas's episode last week uh this week's episode was recorded longer ago than i would like to admit but you'll probably be able to piece that together when you're listening to it well to keep this short and sweet for you uh as always like comment subscribe uh you can find us on soundcloud facebook uh, apple Podcasts, spotify pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts and uh if you wouldn't mind uh feel free to drop us a review or anything just to let us know how we're doing or if you enjoy the show uh it helps us out because we are just a small little venture All right. Without further ado, here we are with Alex R.
1: The charm of this show is um, everybody going on a journey with me as I slowly realize who I'm talking to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be a part of that journey. Yeah, that's,
1: it's uh, it's it's my homage to my <laughs> grandfather who died of Alzheimer's. We're we're just, just, that's just actually no, experience is a new experiences. I like experience. that. Actually, I
3: like that. We're gonna we're gonna just not you're not gonna have any info ever, and you just get to learn about the person as you I'm talk like,
2: to. I'm it. like the well, opposite. Gosh, guys. I'm really honored to be here. Thank yeah. you.
3: <laughs> it's like the opposite of Batman in here. There's no prep time. We. (laughs)
1: jump in obviously as evidenced by the fact that i just started running my stupid fucking mouth so alex rw it is wonderful to meet you
2: very nice to meet you too
1: and thank you for being here
3: you guys have met before you said i thought so but maybe
1: not i have one of those faces vaguely ethnic moderately threatening
2: yeah i don't know i don't know i thought we had maybe but
1: well okay here's here's how we can figure this one out let's go on a little journey here okay so uh, I was gathering from what we were talking about earlier of uh, commiserating about our quote unquote experiences at film schools. Oh, hi, yes. Uh, um, and you said uh,
2: uh CFS yeah CFS, Colorado Film School CFS CFS mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep. One
2: beer. One beer. Uh <laughs>
1: CFS so how was that?
2: Um I mean what a loaded that's a huge question. <laughs> right out of the gate. How was that? Um, yeah. Actually it was really uh fine. It was it was good i i think i had a uh i was there at a really good time with a lot of really passionate supportive people and and i think like any film school there's usually about whatever anywhere from 80 to 100 students that are really 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 uh you know learning every day but really giving it their all all the time yeah and uh I got those are high numbers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe <laughs> CFS, I I'm actually may not have quite had more. Sure how many
3: UCD definitely had? Maybe, a, maybe 10.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it comes and goes in spurts, and they're like waves yeah. of uh, of films that kind of work. Um, so uh, overall, I had a good experience. I witnessed a lot of turnovers there, like so. Yeah. Um, you know the director of the school changed, and I was uh, pretty close with Frederick Leahy, the original director. And when that turnover happened, I feel like because of that, I got I was pretty close to Brian Stewart, who's now running the school. Okay. Um, and in a lot of ways, these days it's kind of unrecognizable. Like it's, you know, it can never be like quite home again or that place that it was during your time or whatever. Yeah. But um, they're doing. They continue to do uh, interesting stuff over there, and I feel good about them as a film school. I grew up really kind of anti-film school because of watching behind-the-scenes documentaries with the one-percenters right. saying, don't just make movies. And I'm like, cool, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing that poorly, yeah. but I'm doing that, and I'll just not go to film school ever. Um, <laughs>
3: that Robert, Rod- Robert Rodriguez education?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I made a bunch of crummy movies between the ages of like 13 and, and 18. Um, but and you moved were out here. movies. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Uh, VHS for a long time. Like wow, VHS shooting and editing VHS. So that
3: was even before the like mini DV.
2: Yeah. So my first and only kind of uh crummy feature was shot mini DV on the XL1 in uh, in 2008. Was like right when it was kind of newish. See, so you shot old.
3: you shot a feature on mini DV. I was just shooting me and my friends jumping
2: on shit. That yeah. Was- well, <laughs> you know. it could be. It was basically that. It was just all two hours long. <laughs> right. yeah. so if I just like put that. all of the videos of a couple of years
3: together, I would have basically had. Yeah. 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 Um, I
2: feel you. Yeah. I didn't know what else to do moving to Colorado though. Yeah. Um, and I was like, this program seems. This program seems like cost efficient, I was gonna and say, they tell but, you yeah. that they can make a lot. <laughs> right. You can make a lot of movies there. So I was like, all right. And in that regard, that's kind of the best decision. I've ever made in some ways. Um, You
3: You say cost effective, especially like versus your NYU or USC. Like, just, you know. Plus, I don't think you make as many movies over
2: in those schools. (laughs) Yeah, you probably make
3: what, like one? I mean, it's your your Star Wars or whatever, but like, that doesn't happen that often.
2: CFS, I was like not even taking production classes, but I was able to get on to, I don't know, I worked on like 10 shorts or something that first semester you definitely get
3: on and i think that's the best education for me at least because i i just don't do well in the classroom setting i i I, I, as as sexy and amazing as having a class in a movie theater sounds like it is a dark room sometimes mostly at night like sometimes at night going over fucking film history of silent films and For three hours. After a long day. You're going to fall asleep. Yeah. Like, that's just going to happen. Yeah. The seats are comfy. And, yeah,
2: (laughs) you're going to fall asleep. Yeah, I paid $15 for movies that I fall asleep in. So, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely... That when that, I pay a few thousand for it, oh, oh I'm out. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. no question. The more actually. I pay,
1: the faster I fall asleep. Now I kind of want to think about it and think of how much money I technically <laughs> have spent to watch fucking Battleship Potemkin.
3: Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> you kind of touched on a little bit with the film school thing, but we the, one of the first segments we kind of do is tell us your your superhero origin story, like what brought you, what kind of started <laughs> yeah, what's, you.
1: What's your death of the Wanes or your desc- uh, destruction of Krypton or your irradiated
2: spider? Oh gosh. Um, well, so I grew up in, I don't know if you're familiar with like Gary, Indiana, that kind of, so you're just a hop, skip and a jump from Chicago. And I would kind of move from there back and forth uh, into Illinois and then across the, the border over to Indiana. Um, grew up uh mostly you know with our imaginations and i was always kind of like a little rpg kid or whatever running around playing games with kids being like all right so all of you people are the raptors and now all of you people are the the humans and you guys have to get this person to there before the raptors can get you and all the kids would be like sure we'll just do that now (laughs) born director Um, yeah and i was always just kind of getting people excited about that and eventually at some point um i started making fan films and i was like 10 or 11 um like, Star Wars. Mm. I mean, honestly, Star Wars was, like, the reason for everything. I saw... Oh, yeah. You guys,
3: you and Evan may just may day. just get along just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: I just probably watched those...
1: Pre-women Star Wars. Pre-Disney, like, social justice Star Wars. Real Star Wars. <laughs> I like about the, white men.
2: I like the sequel trilogy okay. I fucking love them. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank
2: you. So, um, <laughs> I just love Star Wars. You have nine, <laughs> nine-year-old fan films... 11-year-old thing Yeah, like happens. Super Mario. Uh, like, we dress up. I remember turning this kid, uh, Cameron, I think was his name, in, like, second or third grade, and be like, you would make a great Mario, which isn't really, like, a compliment or anything, I don't think. Did he, like, um, respond with, like, here we, we go? go? Like, he should have. Um, <laughs> actually, it was, like, the opposite of that, because I had to He's play like, Who Luigi, are you? Why are you in my house? I think he dropped out, like, two days in, yeah. and he was like, we are not going. Here yeah. we go nowhere. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You and I know we do not. Um, and I'm like calling him being like, where are you? We have this thing we're supposed to do. And uh, my mom teases me for this, like to this day. And it's like, yeah, well, I have to do homework. And my mom, like, we're about to have dinner or whatever. And I'm like, I don't care what you have to do with your mom or whatever. Like <laughs> we had no, we had an agreement and you're supposed to be here filming this thing. This is about ours. So to like, yeah. So I had to learn. Born producer. That a little bit. <laughs> um. We weren't really great friends after that. I don't know what <laughs> happened there. Um, yeah, <laughs> gee, let's roll the tape. <laughs> um, started. I did this little thing uh, for Can TV in Chicago where we like. I won this competition where we got to co-write this TV show. It was like one of those late-night channels where usually people just like sit in a dark room with a spotlight and they just talk. Like so they public access out, stuff. Yeah, public or? access yeah. stuff. I fucking. But love they did like that. a little special based on something that we wrote. Um. And then that was kind of—I was probably like fourteen at that time or something—and then it was really like okay, um, started uh, just cranking out writing actual scripts with a little bit more intent at that point. Uh, and then in twenty eleven, uh, yeah, gosh, wow, that feels—I can't believe time is just <laughs> yeah. like ugly. Ugh. As soon as you, I as mean, soon as you hit oh. twenty
3: five, it just like yeah. If you don't mind bye. tipping the hand, how old are you?
2: I will be thirty this year. Something. Okay. Okay. Oh my god! Wait. When are
3: you turning? What month? October eleventh. Oh, I'm slightly older. I'm uh, July second. I'll be thirty. Yeah.
2: Eighty oh. nine. Yeah. Hey. hey. Uh, I'm ninety. I turned twenty nine oh. uh, Sorry. It's it's okay. Okay. You you have your time.
1: Yeah. It's well. Joke's on me. I'm already balding. So. <laughs> hey.
0: Me too. It's yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> 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 what a laugh. Uh, oh. Moved out to Colorado because I figured, like, not L.A. Um, but not Chicago. Any like wanted to just get a change. Yep. Um, landed here. It was like I have no idea how to get. What did I? How did I? What did I do? Like I don't know how to get started. I brought a uh, a little short we had done uh, in the Midwest here, so I was wrapped up in post on it, so I had something to keep me busy. Ooh, excuse me, sorry. Had something to keep me busy while I got acclimated, and then very quickly edited that and was not acclimated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I started going to CFS, and then. I just met a bunch of wonderful people, and I feel like I've been lucky enough to kind of keep doing this. I mean, you know how it is. Denver is a really yep. weirdly um, – it can be difficult trying to figure out how to, like, live and yeah. do other things. Yeah, no, I get you.
3: That's actually that's actually good. So I, I have some questions written down. How – talk about the uh, – I'm interested to know what the kind of – differences and similarities between like, and we, again. I know you've done some stuff in China as well, but like talk about like Chicago versus Denver film community. And you may have been too young when you were in Chicago, but
2: that's probably mostly it. I probably don't have a lot of authority to talk on behalf of Chicago. Um, But like, even like LA
3: and, and I know again, you've worked some in Beijing.
2: Yeah. Um, that was weird. Everybody's got a slightly different perspective on what, what Denver really is. Right. Yeah. Um, Chicago is definitely busier. LA is definitely busier. I th- th- think Beijing is busier. I mean, they have a, uh, you know, China's got a very interesting, like, film market that's still finding its identity, or mm. it's still, so, like, evolving into the thing that it'll be forever. We're loaded with, as far as I can tell, commercial. Yeah, And like kind of music video stuff, but that's like one-off scenarios where the band itself has the money between amongst themselves to pay for a video or something. Definitely seems like one-offs
3: here. It's not consistent work in the freelance
2: Um, world here. And most of, like, honest to God, most of what I'm floating on is like repeat clients. It has gotten to the point where it is now like the same people again and again every year or every other year. Um, To the point where it really just finally started to kind of make sense and maybe there's a new thing here and there occasionally but um, that's probably the only reason it's even working plus I don't really do not really against my will totally but I don't really do like commercial stuff mm. like yeah. pretty much stick to narrative yeah I know that's um, I've
3: definitely seen that with your stuff it's out actual <laughs> films like what kind of the dream is for all of us <laughs> yeah
2: um, yeah sometimes that's just a completely Like you have to make the job to give yourself the job, right? Yeah, Um, like you know,
1: a podcast.
2: Yeah, well, whatever (laughs) do you mean? Shameless. Um, I don't know anymore. Like what my how I even see Denver. I know that I'm in a bubble. Mm. I know that like I'm just lucky and thankful to be where I'm at at this time with it. Um, And if it ever got really tough here, I probably would go. Mm. Um, Although I don't really know. Like the reason I would be going, like what what new thing, what new element would I want out of whatever that move is? Yeah, um, because I'm like comfortable here.
3: Yeah, it's an interesting thing though, because like if you're not like completely, this is where I'm setting up roots. It'd be like, what would be the reason, yeah, for for going somewhere else?
1: Do um with the work that you do, uh, are you uh doing union work or just. Uh, contract and
2: no i've i've definitely been on union things yeah but i myself am not okay. um and this is not a trap question like no no <laughs> <laughs> just, i hope that wait is that can i say that Yeah. Uh- <laughs> no most of what i've been doing is is independent with with clients yeah i've worked on shows like i worked on get shorty which is not the movie yeah uh not the book yeah. yeah, I heard. I book. learned there was the a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: oh wait, wait. So it's not not the movie, but
2: not the movie. The okay, because that, that movie there's was an, so good. There's a there's an epic show with uh, Chris O'Dowd, Ray Romano, and Peter Stormare. Nice. Um, is
1: is that one season or?
2: Uh, they might have, I feel like everything, I'm kind of bad at keeping up with shows once they hit. I guess. So it kind of seems like shows last a season always, mm, right. uh, unless it's Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it got, I think there was maybe a second season. Okay. Um, I was, a uh, like a combination between like a, uh, did, did some PA work, but then became like an extra because, uh, in, in Get Shorty, they're, um, filming a show. Yeah. So then, but you had right, these yeah. amazing, like, you know, whatever they see, more money, more problems. But sometimes it's amazing looking at some of these machines being like, oh, wow. Like, some of it was a, a learning experience on like a m- macro level, like this and that, as far as production workflow and things like that. We were able to pick up on and, oh, that's cool and that's cool. But otherwise, it's crazy how you're running around like I'm dressed as a crew person playing a crew person in the background and I'm having actual crew like people actually doing, come up to yeah. me and asking for like gaff tape and whatever and be like, oh, no, wait, I'm one of the fake people. And there's like a fake crafty and a real crafty. Um, so I'm
3: going to throw around a word that we use on the show for a lot of drinking games. It's called meta. Meta. Mm-hmm. And uh, this yeah, is Taylor, perfect. if you ever listen to this episode, meta, 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 meta. Why am I saying? Why am I talking to Taylor? I'm I don't the one know. that's gonna edit these fucking yeah. things. <laughs> but no, that would be—that's what you call a meta moment.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. very.
3: We're creating what we're creating, <laughs> and, and <yeah>. the lines <laughs> of reality just don't. exist. And no, I fucking don't have gaff tape
2: for you. <laughs> yeah. And no. And no, actually. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And they huff and puff and run away. <laughs> um. But no, mostly independent and, yeah. and one-off stuff like that, like Top Chef and some other stuff that comes through town, Ninja Warrior. That's right. You did work on
3: that. Yeah. Which couple... seasons? Did I see you? Because I was a contestant on it when I was here.
2: You were? mm mm-hmm. um, Yeah, I worked on it here. And then I did the <sighs> Was it the Vegas right before that and right after that. I may not have known the you. heat wave. I was um, there for the heat wave, too. In Vegas? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, 2017? Maybe. It might have been
3: 2016. But yeah, no, that what? was that's what? super Let's interesting. See. The uh, who
1: cares what they're talking about? So,
3: stunt <laughs> double. double? Will you be my stunt double? Yes. Okay, that kind of leads into something I was wondering about, which was financing for the stuff that you work on. Because you definitely, I I would say you guys, I mean, as a company, I think you do more narrative than a lot. Again, it's mostly commercial and music videos that I see in in denver for sure it's mostly people coming to you with uh, with budgets they, are, they already have
2: yeah for the most part uh i got a handful of like director producers um that are you know like up and coming um yeah. like just kind of starting to get into it um that one way or another found me thankfully random inter- I mean, just, random email off the internet and you're just yeah, like oh yeah um usually it's like uh it's once I started taking Instagram kind of seriously, I realized mm. how much of a community is kind of there. Like people do. Like, I use need to get more into platform. the Instagram thing, and I'm I'm not really good at any kind of social media. Debatably, I mean, like objectively, people that are good would probably say that I'm just the worst yeah. at doing anything you're supposed to do with. <laughs> right, it. Right.
1: Granted, the people who are good at those things are
2: actually the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do they know <laughs> to be around?
3: But do you get jobs off Instagram?
2: Yeah. Um, wow. Not terribly often, but usually it'll turn into like, it'll be one, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? We should do this. We should do that. And then a year later, maybe it's a coffee. And then a year after that, no. there's a thing.
3: Well, that is that no. is a long sales process.
2: Yeah. Quite I mean, long. It really, it's just gotten to the point where, <laughs> like I said... Repeat, yeah, sort of business. You kind of get their point. trust, and then yeah. all
3: that stuff. And then this is one thing I was interested in. Like, I'd call that you're kind of in the freelance game because it's gig to gig. Mm-hmm. How much of your work? How what's the ratio of like freelance to personal projects? Is is it all freelance? I control? want to yeah. say it's 50-50,
2: uh, but I think I just tell myself that to just like sleep at night. <laughs> it's
3: in a perfect world. I haven't, yeah. done a, okay, uh, I haven't done a
2: personal project in like two years. It definitely kind <laughs> this of is this is a personal. Yeah, yeah. There you go. so we have one. We're kind of trying to step into some some features here pretty seriously in the hopefully not too distant future. Um, but we're we're about to debut our I think our last short film for a while or at least
3: yeah uh, yeah so you guys are um, transitioning
2: yeah um, and we made that a couple years ago but kind of an, as an example we made this short film on the streets of Beijing on our days where we weren't busy or already doing something which was actually like five days i think out of like a two-month window yeah so we just like would pop off and get these scenes it's a side hustle movie yeah on our days off or a a sleep deprived movie basically i guess i say that because anywhere that there's an opportunity to do that that's not going to like be a waste of time where the con you know is it usually still got to ask yourself like does this really ready to be green lit should we be making this like, right do we make things just for the sake of making them or yeah. wh- wh- where's the level of scrutiny at um that's huge honestly usually, yeah. working with people that are willing to like you know i think we all have a basically about the same the same expectations like if it's at least this if it's this level of exciting yeah then um yeah i think a lot of it's just about working with people that are willing to be super crazy with you in that <laughs> regard, and be like, "Oh, we get one day off a week. I'm going to spend it all. Right, yeah. on I'm
3: going to give it a 14 hour day working yeah. on something. Yeah. Yeah. Keep not sleeping." <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, what other? I know. Sorry,
3: hi, kind of hijacking. The, no, no. The please here. do, because uh, I've I've got some more general things to cool. ask. But I really like because I've kind of been watching from afar and super interested. And I see the Beijing work, and I'm like, oh my god, he's in China making stuff. What is that's so cool? What What have you been working on in Beijing other than the the side project?
2: Um. So I'm not quite sure. What I can say about what? Oh,
3: no, that's good. Yeah, so that's that tells me something. Star so there's, Wars Episode there's nine, some that's, of it what that's it was, There's episode some of it that, that's on an NDA, which is super cool. Non-disclosure agreement for anybody, so he can't talk about it, which means it's high level and awesome. Cool.
2: Yeah, I'm not really sure like what's going to happen with those. Um, when it first started, we were really just kind of um, like consulting and helping this company. Uh, it's a company out of LA. Met the team at a film festival. They're like mini series, mm. but they're not. Each time that we've we've done it, it's not really a continuation. It's like a new series, um, kind of like an anthology. Yeah. Okay. Um, and not quite sure what's gonna where they're not sure where you can see them. What's yeah. gonna happen? No idea. Disappears like so many freelance gigs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, really stuff just, you
3: can't talk about, and and that's actually a good point though of of the freelance game is so many times you put blood, sweat, and tears into a project you deliver to the client and then you never see it again.
2: Yeah, I don't think um, <laughs> we did. I think we were very lucky, but we got to see like a cut of that and it looked like a rough cut, but I don't think it was a rough cut. I think it was their final. You know, it was like, <laughs> oh no, uh, you fine. know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> full, full body
3: horizontal with a ground dive for volleyball. Listen, I've known slomo, you for which
1: great. this long and I'm still... I'm still one of those people, like,
3: yeah, whatever. Can you do a flip? And then someone does a flip. I'm like, yeah,
1: awesome.
3: That's always yeah. But no, it's like that. Definitely, that definitely a lot of stuff is like you hope that you hope that it goes somewhere because you put work into it, and then sometimes it doesn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. We really just had. No idea what to expect from it up front, but that's just like every other client. Yeah, you're going out. In blind. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, before we get Oh, uh, I don't like Star Wars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is for assholes, I say, as uh, I've got a $500 sail barge to scale with my action figures in the mail right now.
2: <laughs> oh, good man.
1: Oh, did you know about the barge?
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I back the barge, motherfucker. Oh, no. <laughs> no, man, I, I give Star Wars a lot of, like, passes for things that, like, yeah. I can stomach a lot of things in Star Wars that I can't stomach in other things. Oh, like, I'm just like a fanboy fanboy. It's just in my, the lore, anything like that, like, yeah. admittedly, The Matrix is like, I get the people don't quite. Oh, dude, I'm one of those people, it's like, I like the Matrix. But like, if we it's that it. big, big world building kind of whatever. <laughs> my so screensaver screen is The Matrix. The Matrix. Code. They're, yeah. they're all kind of those big ideas you can hold in your hand. It's,
1: mm-hmm. it's like, like, I... I legit love every Star Wars movie, but I know that if someone were to just remake, like if they took the exact screenplay for attack of the clones and removed the star Wars references and then like made it a separate movie, but it was still like attack of the clones, but just not in the star Wars franchise. I would fucking hate that movie because it's the worst goddamn thing in the world. Like it's, it's so like, I, this is a hot take. Uh Everybody's like, okay, the Phantom Menace turns 20 this year. Happy fucking birthday, Phantom Menace. Happy
2: birthday, Phantom uh, Menace. I'm going
1: to celebration in Chicago in a couple weeks.
2: I. um, Okay, go on. No, no.
3: <laughs> I'm realizing just I'm how like, much I like Star Wars. I'm realizing Wars,
2: that but lately, like not too long ago, that I might not be able to go, but what? I've always was always gonna go. Yeah. I went to Seven. I was in the auditorium for Seven when they did the. I didn't even know they Carrie did Fisher, that. Everyone yeah, else no. I, out and they, so was I. You were in the auditorium yeah. for Seven? Yeah. Well, they, they showed Teaser 2? Yep. Twice. We're home. Yeah. 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 I was We've there. been in the same room together. <laughs> I waited on the concrete. Yep. Me too.
1: I, I slept overnight and did that for The Last Jedi 1 as well. You guys are like you see Ryan super Johnson? huge yeah. Star I've, I've Wars I've got a sign pass oh of God. photos No way. Yeah.
2: I was so upset Didn't when I saw it? that he did that. When I was like, well, J.D., didn't yeah. do that for us the year before
1: yeah i he literally when he came in the door we were on the corner when he came in and we were some of the first people he talked to and then we went and uh, chatted with him and got photos and so i was a fan badges. of him before
2: like i I was best episodes of breaking bad i yeah. was into brick way back when i like brothers brick Bro. is the fucking like, shit yeah yeah oh I, my god and
1: yes. i i love the last jedi like it I there's a lot it. about it i really love there's there's parts of it that don't work for me but it's one of those where i'll forgive the parts that don't work and they're ne- and they're almost nitpicky things but i i overall am just so i know everybody's like oh fucking jake skywalker it's not my luke and whatever
2: it's like fuck you man i like i like uh people. i'm sorry luke has never been <laughs> This interesting, yeah. Oh, yeah. And sorry, he's like, I just in that regard, he's probably still underutilized. But yeah. let's be real, he's never been this it, like interesting. part. Of, part
1: of me wanted the fucking I like, so much my, in my, I'm,
2: <laughs> What I'm loving is adding anything to this
3: conversation because you guys are about a thousand times percent more Star Wars fans than I am. I love. I, I like them, but I haven't traveled ever for them. My God, yeah, that's incredible. Their family, and the trips pa- no, that's amazing. But him, uh, him, that whole ending of. Uh, in uh, Newo or uh, not new Hope, Fucking her handing the the lightsaber to Luke, and then the uh, next yeah. movie he just tosses it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That was, the the t- that was one of those things that it it worked for me. Uh, so I, I mean, it. I didn't necessarily love that it was almost played for laughs, but it worked for me.
2: Yeah, it's one of those weird things. Uh, I spent Jarny. a lot of time, especially after that movie, but after pretty much any movie, trying yeah. to read and understand audiences. Yeah, and how like because I think here's the thing. Like, nobody... Like, we grew up watching Star Wars on VHS, whatever, sitting around. If you just had Episode Eight to reach for... Yeah. And you popped it in... Like, most people will. Like, these movies have the theater lifespan for about, like, a month. And that's the the hot take moment. But then the movie exists in your living room for the rest of our lives. Right. Right? So it's there for the 8-year-olds to the 60-year-olds to whatever. Pop it in whenever they want and just watch. Yeah. And I don't think when you watch that at all anyone laughs i think kids anyone seeing it for the first time in their living they're room like, alone Whoa. for the first time they're going to lean in and be like oh wait what yeah. that That's was not i mean a that, laugh in lonely. hindsight i definitely break. was no, so I definitely it. trained i didn't like, laugh in the like, theater oh, wait, But was i was supposed now. to laugh right. yeah. um it and i don't know that that was his intent i don't know I don't that we're it supposed was. to laugh
1: yeah, I, I know a couple of people chuckled. It was interesting because I remember getting out of that movie opening night, and the crowd was just ecstatic the whole time. Everybody, like the the, the uh, auditorium, applauded afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then I get online, and everybody's like, "Ryan Johnson raped my childhood, and Star Wars is dead, and Luke Skywalker's a pussy." Man, your childhood just keeps getting. Yeah, raped. it's like, bro, you, <laughs> your childhood just... should not dress like that. Yeah, like... Not. <laughs> but no, I. Uh... <laughs> It's i'm sorry that coming. was horrible <laughs> um, non-stop but yeah no i i sorry we went on a last Jedi tangent oh. but i just i do want to just mention that um again yeah like you said like to me luke skywalker has never been more interesting than in last jedi where when i was growing up luke skywalker was fucking rad because he had the lightsaber and that's cool but han solo was like my guy yeah but then as i got older it was like yeah luke sky was pretty rad and then watching the sequel trilogy i liked original trilogy Luke even more now where it's like, he wasn't just frozen in Amber at the end of return of the Jedi. He didn't become some Dick swinging overpowered asshole. Like he was in the, uh, old Canon.
2: Yeah. No, no, he
1: he was just this dude. I love, and I'm just a sucker mostly based on my own real world experience. I love stories about failure.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and if he was just a, and if he was a protagonist structurally, just like the movie is done the second she arrives. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're going to, yeah. Um, and he's the, like, oh, I guess like, I'll go save the galaxy. Oh, yeah. Well, he was going to kill his nephew. I'm like, he was not going to. No, he did we wasn't. not watch the same movie? He wasn't going to do it. No. He had the thought of doing it, which is one of the more interesting over and over, like the aspects Rashomon of the thing? whole yeah. movie. Like, that I'm not above having a moment. Yeah. I'm um, not. That's not the same like, thing I'm as human. I'm actually going to kill my yeah. nephew.
1: Everybody's like, oh, he's going to murder his nephew. It's no, like, he's no, never. Man. Like, have it you ever wasn't... just like sat there and just like been on autopilot when you thought something horrible was going to happen?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I... <laughs> it's kind of like that, like a uh, like an alcoholic's like worst enemy is going to be like themselves or something. Alcoholism like is like the force. you are not, not in control. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's guiding you. It's always going to be there. It's going <laughs> to push you into whatever direction. But yeah. it's up to you to do something. You about could it. do great, good but it or doesn't great remove evil. the alcoholism. You know? Yeah, uh, the <laughs> the connected. Jedi who's the Jedi that sees. Like, oh, wait, everything I've been doing is however it's proclaimed. Yeah. That he's going to literally burn everything. Yeah. if just, He thinks like literally what's the difference between him saving the day in that moment and saving it in another one. And yeah. he re- it, the the difference dawns on him immediately. Yeah. And it's one of the moments that's mo- best played in the whole It's film. defining, man. Like, it's, it's incredible. You guys are People like- hate it star wars connoisseurs like, yeah i'm super I impressed sitting
1: here oh, i like the lasers nothing. i um i've been on a massive star trek kick lately i'm also a trekkie i got a trek tattoo <laughs> uh my dad raised me on trek as same. well. same um i get it from my dad yeah yeah exactly dad uh, <laughs> would you grow up next gen next gen yep i grew up next gen but then i've ended up like i'm an os like some guy. voyager and stuff yeah. but i didn't really i i've seen every every goddamn episode at this point i'm i'm one of those people that's loving discovery right now like it's haven't
2: even seen an episode i've been hearing mixed things but i don't i don't try not to listen to whatever man like
1: after this hit me up i'll let you borrow season one i'll give you (laughs) my cbs (laughs) all access thing because uh it is it's fantastic it's another one of those things where it's like the purists and like the 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 older fanboys are like it's just another bombastic thing like those stupid shallow movies and it's like well, I'm sorry that it's taking what Star Trek was, but it's also adding entertainment value yeah, to modern Yeah, like it's like completely
2: a soap opera. Yeah.
1: Like, like go, go, go. I'm sorry, the backgrounds were made out of cardboard. Yeah. Like. Sorry, we got way off subject here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is the subject? I don't know. I've just happy, been sitting okay. here. I've
3: just been sitting here with my You're mouth gaping wide open like, oh my god, this is amazing. I just oh, want to go to my hot take
1: real quick from what started this all off. Happy fucking birthday, uh Phantom Menace 20 in yes. in a month and a half, 2 months. Um I remember May 25th. Nineteenth uh, May twenty uh, my name, May nineteenth nineteen ninety nine. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> I uh, I remember. I I had a, when I had uh, social media. I one of my old uh, two years ago. My Facebook post for when it turned eighteen was. It's now legal to do to Phantom Menace what it did to your childhood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah the hot take here is that i think phantom menace might be the best of the prequels i
2: think phantom menace is the best prequel probably.
1: thank you because it was shot probably. on film it looks it closest. looks and it, feels it feels like a star okay. Wars, even though it meanders and it's not important in the grand scheme yeah, yeah. of
2: things um yeah. i think like in theory um short of like their execution i actually think the prequels are brilliant in theory absolutely like the I actual like that. way smarter and bolder and more of like more chock-full of metaphor and ideas than the sequel trilogy yeah the sequel trilogy is way too worried about playing it safe and that's cool and fun and i'm fine yeah. enough okay. if which, they can pull it together which is why, why i like which is why i
1: like what they did with luke because it wasn't playing it safe. yeah yeah
2: but um it's like short of execution in theory like you know the Galactic Republic and this and that, and the Separatists actually kind of becoming what the Rebels are. Technically, yeah. the Separatists are just the people trying to get away from. It's and like, the tragedy got some of Anakin Interesting Skywalker, stuff in yeah. there. Um, it's just handled like weirdly. I um, like, in theory, yeah, those scripts could have been. Even the scripts as the scripts, if yeah. somebody else came in and directed, it, I think they could have been. The big picture is great because I remember
1: George was trying to get other people to direct the prequels and then everybody's like oh, no no not touching that you got this and he's yeah. like oh yeah i do um but i think this is one thing I'll, i want to share with you actually now we're on the subject i um I remember a girl that um, I've been in a relationship with on and off for the past several years. Um, when we first started dating, um, I showed her all, she'd never really seen all the Star Wars movies. So I struggled and debated on how to show them to her. So I showed her in chronological order, one through six, mm-hmm. uh, or one through seven at that time. And um, we got through, we finished the prequels. And when Anakin was dubbed, darth vader when palpatine was like you are darth vader she's like what and she we had to pause the movie she was like no like she was surprised and i was like oh my god this is actually effective storytelling for someone who's not jaded and has their stepped they've stepped back like they 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 have that distance from the material so it worked that's a whole thing right whether you watch it in
3: chronological order or as it was released yeah and
1: and we as we kept going we had to pause the end of return of the jedi you know when like vader saves luke oh spoilers for that movie uh vader saves luke from the emperor and then when vader's mask is removed and he dies we had to pause the movie each time because she was in hysterics she was crying and then when ghost anakin showed up like hayden christensen was special edition that i showed her too (laughs) she saw that we paused it again she just was a blubbering mess so that after i spent all these years as being like oh the fucking star wars prequels whatever like it gave me perspective, mm. and now they mean something even more to me because I saw how it deeply affected someone coming into it fresh.
3: That's, that's why I f- should show my kids it is, in, chrono- is, in, is yeah. in the actual movie chronological order. Yeah, I yeah, would recommend super it. Very interesting. I, I
2: never, I, and I really struggled with that. Yeah. One, my girlfriend so. and I just did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I guess not that recently, about a year ago. Um, she had never seen any of them. Yeah. And we watched them all. Yeah. <clears throat> um, And I always kind of was like, oh, well, Revenge of the Sith uh, competes with two for my least favorite one, but mostly because of, like, a particular, like, story beats. Like, if it wasn't for this beat and that beat, this whole movie would be fine. Because it just goes too quick. But it's enough of that, like... I'm just not with the the actual turn moment. Yeah, it's
1: like hero, 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 questioning it. Murdering like you kids. could still <laughs> literally
2: be walking out of here the good guy with some trouble on your hands, but instead you're literally going to go kill kids in five <laughs> seconds and like yeah, you It's could a little bit of, a of couple like, questions. where was the arc? Like, yeah. where's the stuff from one and two that we yeah. thought we were peppering in to build to yeah. it more? But anyway, it's like she she had an insane reaction. To order sixty six. Yeah, she was just like, I can't even like watch this. Yeah, like this is one of the saddest, most like why wa- it's just ten minutes of depressing people is, getting murdered. Which is crazy because like, it
1: almost it almost like rings hollow to me sometimes because right. like they didn't really develop these guys in the films. Right. Granted, after watching all the Clone Wars cartoon and everything, just being like, oh shit, yeah, okay.
2: But her surface level, I think we weirdly did like the well, we did the originals first, and then we did. It was something weird. I think for some reason I didn't have five and six. So we did Rogue One after four. Okay. And I was like, I don't think this will work because I think Rogue One needs you to have seen like every you, Star Wars movie ever. To you machete the machete order. Yeah, Right. <laughs> it's like this probably isn't going to make sense even after we just watched four. Like, yeah. are you even going to know? Like, you know, no. I don't like you either. Guy walks by. Yeah. And it's like, I, I mean, I guess we just yeah, watched just that. But, it, but Do you uh, yeah. even remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who even cares
1: that and that's kind of where i I question things now it's like if i were to show my kids or show my next girlfriend uh Uh, the movies in order i've I've kind of decided that i'm going to continue doing it in chronological order but then like the uh star wars stories like rogue one and solo which i loved both i i would save those until after just after yeah yeah Uh, so it's like you got to watch the skywalker saga first and then watch the rest of the material
2: yeah
3: that's solid
1: sorry that we talked so much
3: about
1: Star Wars. I know as that I said I you guys it was burning on the lips and my mm-hmm, god you guys went to some amazing it places. It does kind of lead in cuz I know <clears throat> we talked about fan, fan film stuff and you had mentioned you'd done some Star Wars fan films back in the day. I used to do like a bunch of like lightsaber fight videos uh-huh. and everything. Learned uh after effects just to do lightsaber effects. Um Same here. Yeah. yeah. Um, protoscoping and oh yeah, man. what a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um uh one of the questions that I like to ask people and it's one of those where it's like you know it's it, you don't really have to have anything meaningful or quick for this one, but it's just like what are like a couple like usually like five movie moments, but just a couple like moments like movie moments that were formative to you that inspired you to go pursue what you're doing now, that like things that just touched you in a way that like basically shaped like how you ended up where you're at now. If that makes sense. Uh huh.
3: Okay. Just inspiration. and Why. Yeah. Yeah. It um, left an, left an impact on you.
2: Yeah, well, without going down the rabbit hole, needless to say, Star Wars is probably number one. Like the very first time I watched that, I was asking a lot of. Co- I was like, "What is this? Yeah, how is it that this can be done, and can how soon can I get into whatever this is? Yeah, um, <laughs> is it mine now? Like well, this is the coolest. Um, because the old VHSs I had also opened with the the leonard malton interviews that's what his name is see you know his name see i don't even know his because name. i watched me. those fucking t- <laughs> like just rele- yeah Hi, i'm leonard malton and i'm gonna sit down with george and young because- george just sitting there talking about whatever in his and what you don't really know about the movies that are coming up in the future like yeah subtle little hints yeah um they those had like little behind the scenes bits in them or yeah. at least i think they, they already I, they talked about the process yeah. a little bit or something, maybe his development writing process.
1: Yeah, because there were like hour like 30 minute, 30, or thirty minute or thirty-minute long interviews like before each movie on the wow. tapes. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah, um, it was nuts. Those, those are I think they're all on YouTube. And then the THX, be.
2: the THX shit pops yep. in and
1: you're like, yeah, the movie's happening. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: um, they usually the the tape would be all like kind of screwed up like for the first half of the interview because you've just like either fast forwarded yeah. so much or like <laughs> Um, Poor Leonard But <laughs> like, so Star Wars as a whole, um, just pretty much every moment there as far as like storytelling, archetypes and yeah. fantasy. My favorite kinds of movies in general are ones that are like larger than life. Admittedly, yeah. I'm not as into I'm all, all for like having making sure that films are like a th- that there's a thesis like you're yeah. it's a college paper or that there's something really to be said there. Um, it's motivated. But I, I'm not super into like the like the Ladybirds and the whatever else actually pretty much. I like lady Bird fine, yeah. but like the slice of life stuff I'm not as into. I'm mm-hmm. definitely into the larger than life. Um, even if that means I'm just talking like being John Malkovich, Yeah, know, well, I mean, just like... being s- cinematic with your cinema in general. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I completely agree with that. So
2: I get having like, you know, sometimes it annoys me to hear like, Oh, this is such an important film to see for the time. It's like, well, I, you know, I love that idea that a movie can last way longer than like us. Yeah. And sometimes um, other movies that had definitely influenced that are, are like the, it's the whole Spielberg era. I just yeah. love the time when like Jaws could get made and it's rated R, but you could totally bring your kids to see it yeah. and it would be fine. Yeah. And like they're not being patronized and neither are you. Yeah. Kind of Pixar has that kind of mm-hmm. down, but this yeah. idea that like there used to be a blended kind of demographic and there was less of this. Well, if it's going to be for kids, we're going to make sure the adults are just like yeah. pulling their hair out. Well, like Mel <laughs> like, Brooks comedies, through, were, you know, uh, before the rated R. So good. Were, they're all PG. Yeah.
1: And I grew up on those, like
3: Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles. Oh, is, and Spaceball. I don't grew think... Blazing I, Saddles I, the, has engaged
2: like so The farting strangely. scene in Blazing Saddles,
3: so I think was the first time that I laughed so hard that I cried yeah. in a movie. I
1: will... Mm-hmm. I will until my dying breath hold that blazing saddles might be one of the funniest it, it is the funniest movie ever made but it is a movie that could never be made outside of the just brief flash in the pan that it was made right you know? right and With the and
3: you freedom that he had to make that
1: and it's hard today to sit there and just be like yeah blazing saddles cuz it doesn't look good yeah, when yeah. <laughs> you know you watch it from the surface level and
3: but. then it, and then it like th- you know what that last it's kind half though. an hour, it just completely goes unravels into something else. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? But <laughs> that's amazing.
1: That goes to where I believe that context is incredibly important with all this stuff, too. Again, with like the Spielberg era, like, you know, people are like, oh, like Lady Bird and like Green Book, they're important movies. It's like, you know what else is uh, important? Fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, right. Jaws, Star Wars, E.T. Like, these are all important. Like, some of the Bond movies, it doesn't mean they're like great, but. They're important because it's the language of pop culture at this point. Yeah, right. With those things, they, they they have the mission of entertainment, but they lasted. They're timeless. And that's what's important to me as opposed to just like a message that's important that year or right and that's why i feel like so many of like the best picture nominees and winners and stuff i can't remember half of them
3: yeah because you said something super important there which was the language of pop culture yeah when you when you have affected society so much that you would become part of pop culture and part yeah. of like what you use as a joke and a gif now but like it was so important that you actually it's, use it it's like the
1: office i'll say the office is an important 100 even the bad episodes and the shitty seasons that people mm-hmm. don't like i think the whole of the office is quote unquote important where so many people know it so many people reference it all the time um but it's not i mean it did win a bunch of awards but it's just one of those examples like it's always sunny an important show because everybody knows it um where it's like and i even hate to say it Big Bang Theory, which I fucking hate with every fiber of my <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. So, I'd argue that it's important. So bad. I'd argue <laughs> it's
3: important. I wish it didn't exist. Yeah, but it's. I think it is important. You guys all need to see that. There's like a whole. Um Chart of like uh, movies or shows made by smart people or made by dumb people, and that are the audience is either smart people or dumb people, yeah. And Big Bang Theory is made by dumb people for smart people, yeah. Always Sunny is made by smart people for dumb people, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I
1: would agree, with that. yeah. Um, I, sorry, I, I loved am Sorry, I just totally nerded
2: out. No, that was no, that it. was yeah. a great I mean, just point. ET, um, The Matrix, Star Wars, yeah. those were all kind of influential. I watched. The beginning, the making of episode one, and yeah. um, which it's called the beginning. Yeah, oh yeah, um, and Uh-oh. then the making of the extended edition Lord of the Rings, um, yeah. behind the scenes uh, stuff. And Lord I would watch Rings, that, behind like, the scenes. That was my is, film school. Listen, like you know, I would just watch it. Honestly, it's better than film. It's better. Yeah. You know what
1: I'm gonna say on the on that note with those. um I hate the Hobbit movies. But watch the making of documentaries for the YouTube
2: kind of series. Reason, I wanted to feel that. Oh. It's
1: amazing where it's like you see the hopelessness of those productions. Yeah. And like you feel like Peter Jackson. He's like, you know, we were all prepared for Lord of the Rings. And now we're like, I'm literally telling people just leave set. We're behind. And I'm just trying to figure out how to block a fucking shot. And it's like he's telling people to take an early lunch for like three hours so he can figure out how to make a scene work. Yep. And it's heartbreaking because it's like all these that people is really are so sad. passionate and they're all like, we're just throwing shit out there and hoping it sticks. Mm. Whereas like Lord of the Rings, it's like, yeah, we fucking did this and we, we
2: made all we of that this. battle armor. So
3: this is crazy. This is a totally crazy story. Talking about all the behind the scenes stuff, the behind the scenes on the Matrix DVD is what got me into filmmaking. I understand. Yep. I watched We're it a lot. Seeing that <laughs> the helicopter, sequence, seeing the helicopter. the helicopter and the bullet time on the roof, yeah. I was just like, this is the coolest fucking job, the, and there's a lot of people working on this. I could do this. That literally was the beginning of my filmmaking career.
1: Yeah. That um, 360 oh, camera dude, setup yeah, that yeah. was all still photos it blew
3: my stupid oh, little fucking mind. I can watch behind the scenes literally for hours. Yeah, like you know what? It, I'm trying to the think. Matrix. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too, it's, dude. It's my screensaver. The code. <laughs> I because the sushi what?
1: menu code is my screensaver. YouTube is what? Um, two two thousand six. YouTube. Pop ten like is it really six? Matrix is ninety nine, and the Matrix sequels are 03 And I'm just thinking about like how I was finding all these videos on all these weird fucking video
3: sites like when I'm thirteen years old without like, a YouTube. Yeah, with, without yeah. a YouTube, it's like dude, it was it was blockbuster. It was blockbuster behind the scenes like you yeah. would it, you know special features. I would seek out the DVDs that had special features on them. You know how many fucking computers I read oh, Lime Wire trying to get oh, yeah. source. <laughs> but no man, I, I remember that so specifically that like. That yeah. was, that was such an aha moment of like, oh man, you can do this like for work. That's yeah. cool. Uh, how can I do this immediately? <laughs>
1: it's but and that's the thing too, where it's like people think that it's all nostalgia glasses, like the Spielberg era and like these films from the eighties. Where don't get me started on Ready Player One, but I don't, <laughs> I don't need to talk about that wank fest. We
2: we we can but, only talk about. I liked it, but I like know, I everything. What did you? Think so about,
1: it's okay. What did you think about Ready Player One? Did you see it?
2: Yeah, I actually. Like, I don't know. I'd probably give it like a six or seven out of ten. Sort of like you know what? That's fair. Like, it's tempered. It's fair. Yeah, like it um, wasn't
3: a great. It wasn't a great. Plenty of it, it was like, fun to watch. Uh, it's kind and of then. Like, plenty of it, it was very
2: fun. Though. Yeah, like I will say, the entire racing sequence. I'm like, I. Had, it's been a. Minute the racing since sequence I've been was been Able awesome. to just be a little boy and be like, yeah, Ooh, yeah. wow. Oh, I yeah. turned oh, yeah. my oh, fucking. Wow. I, <laughs> I hate being one of those
1: people. It was. It was. It was. It was a
2: new shiny movie. Yeah. The shining bit
1: is gnarly, which is not in the book. So I'll tell you: don't ever read the book, and don't ever look into the author because he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm not really that interested (laughs) in like the the source. What is the source? Like I I couldn't. It's okay. This sounds like an endorsement. I picked up the book. I couldn't put it down. I read it in one sitting. That's not an endorsement. I was hate reading it. (laughs) I couldn't stop. I was cringing and mad, but I couldn't put it down, and I finished it, and I threw it across the room like Bradley Cooper in the beginning of Silver Linings Playbook. I was like, what the fuck? And went and smoked some weed and passed <laughs> Yelled it at out. your parents. <laughs> woke up your parents before <laughs> you. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, it's turning into a movie. And I was like, I hope everything
3: fucking burns. Uh, <laughs> but... Um, talking, still... about pop, I mean, talking about using pop culture references as a tool. Yeah. yeah wow. Which, yeah. <laughs> pop culture in oh, yeah. the movie.
1: But... These things are still happening, though. These important movies are still happening, I think, where, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are rooted, like, you know, Force Awakens, I'll say, is an important movie, where it kind of re-energized... That for that was me.
2: That was a night, my man. I've never. I that was just so an emotional. Like I didn't. Wow. I didn't read the title <laughs>
1: crawl for Force Awakens until my second viewing because of the first viewing at the premiere, I was crying. Uh-huh. I was that guy that like my friends like, wow, looked over and they're like, "Fuck this man." That just said Episode Seven. Yeah, and it's like Luke Skywalker <laughs> is, and I was like, it was He's like what? it <laughs> was like
3: it was like Episode Seven, and then just like everything yeah. got blurry because you were crying oh, yeah. for a couple minutes. And and <laughs> I,
1: I, yeah, going back to Last Jedi for one quick sec. I, I I think the third time I saw it, I, I just finally let, cause I went and saw it by myself. I wasn't seeing it with anybody at the end of it. I just let myself fucking cry. I, I don't like crying at movies, but it was just one of those where it was just something that was important to me. And I just kind of felt it after that point. And that's, I don't know. It was just one of those things that was nice to just let it happen. So we've talked about, so like some of the formative stuff, uh, movie moments. Any of your fan films still available? Let's watch them. I don't
2: think so. <laughs> I think I've done a really. I think I've been efficient enough to Scrubbing kind of eradicate them. a lot of these things. That's the spirit. I've I can, maybe not used done to a, put a lot of these yeah. movies on like DVD and stuff, and I know that people in the Midwest still have them.
3: But yeah, no the the I've done a couple like Throwback Thursdays on Vimeo too, because you because YouTube is like, what song did you use? Uh, yeah. Um But uh, the Vimeo Throwback Thursdays, I don't know. I'm. I'm kinda of weird about it. Like I'm kind of a be proud of where I am and also where I came from because I very much want to like teach people to not I wanna spread the word that like it's not you shouldn't be embarrassed about where you started because you started. Oh definitely. Yeah. But I totally know I like I'm like some of this should never see the light of day again and like some of it won't. Like no. the uh late night film school things that we you did think knife it hand shit. Yeah, <laughs> have All of
1: it. <laughs> you bitch <laughs> i have
3: it but all. again like i wouldn't be embarrassed if it did come yeah. out cuz i'm like everything built me into what i am today for yeah. better or for worse like well it's like cinephiles too it's a, that's a fucking dumpster fire but i still have the videos right, right exactly yeah, it was fun <laughs> no but it's good it's it uh it teaches you
1: I do want to get us back on track right, real quick because I'm a, f- I again, I'm, we recorded
3: a, I'm everything. So.
1: Alex, this has been a pleasure having This you. has been great. Like, <laughs> I, guys are great. I do want to ask you just for my own validation because I joke about how this is, this podcast is basically a wellness check for me so I can show my therapist be like, see, I go outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want to know, like, yes, I know this shit's unfocused, but at the same time, have you been having an okay time?
2: Yeah, yeah, you guys are you I'm, guys are great. Yeah, you I'm could surprised say we haven't. Oh, I yeah. I would especially since I'm being recorded. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like like, oh, I people. really have to be honest now. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I'm surprised we haven't met before. Um, Me too. And I've been looking for opportunities to hang out with you Noah, man, man. for like yeah. a while for like and years. We're always kind of now. intersecting. occasionally, yeah, right. But. This is a great. Um, we'll
3: comment on the thre- same thread a couple times. Yeah, but that's about. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I do it's a wanna good s- double whammy.
3: <laughs> I want to say
1: I know we've done a lot of nerding out, and which is I've, I, don't do lo- glorious, I don't do it a lot. obviously. It's been a
3: glorious nerding yeah. out session.
1: So I do want to say I want to extend to you an open invitation. Anytime you're ever free and you want to just sit down, shoot the shit about like if you're recording or if whatever, let us know. Um, I do want to sit down and talk a little more about this you on again. stuff and like your love that. creative process, because like, dude. Yeah, I'm amazed we haven't met before either. Like This is great. So I appreciate you being patient as we kind of loosey-goosey go through it. No problem. Part of me is kind of like, you know, this is kind of the charm of the show where it's just kind of... Totally organic, just go with whatever we get hitched on, be it dolphin fucking or Star <laughs> and Wars. And that makes me that feel was, comfortable. <laughs> that was, that's right, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> now and, and, I feel right at home. Well, I mean, it, again, yeah, my so let his guard down. Yeah,
3: my original my pitch email to him, it's, it's a mixture of you got the business and you got the bullshit. And it's yeah, the, yeah. You know, the healthy mixture of both. And I think makes it fun. and some dolphin sure fucking. In there. Yeah, I mean,
1: I do, um,
3: no, do want to talk to
1: you about some of because I do want to talk to you again. So I want to get into some of the stuff I have on here, but right now I just kind of want to ask you with your career and your personal life, just both of those things right now, this is a big question, but like what is exciting you about your life right now, creatively and professionally and just personally, like what, what are some of the big things right now for you that you're just kind of like stoked that you're working on or that you're just doing?
2: Oh, boy. Yeah. I know. This is is like... In 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) In six words. Uh, um, This is the uh, kind of like the development phase on some stuff. So, again, we're trying to get some features off the ground, uh, sort of, or we're getting to a place where we're going to soon start trying to get those off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. and that's always just kind of exciting because it's the what if hypothetical, and you're not in the grind of whatever stressful thing you've ended up in. Yeah. So it's always the, the dreamer stage. Stressful yeah, thing yeah, yeah, coming up. Yeah. That's always. Uh, We're exciting. all gonna be famous. Um, <laughs> I'm actually getting ready to go to Hong Kong in like a couple days. Oh, no nice! Shoot. And we just kind of found out. Um, Last minute Hong Kong trip. That's nice. always. Yeah. yeah very. Yeah. yeah. Um, cramming in right before our mama. Uh, our short film, Mama, premiere in, in California at the beginning of oh, April.
3: Oh, so you're going to be traveling the world here. Yes, so it's going to be
2: just Hong Kong and then back to Los Angeles for about a week, and I'll be back like beginning of April. But Whew. as far as like things to be... That's, that's a, that a lot of travel in a right short time. And excited about. Yeah. Boy, right? oh um, boy. I just
1: drove to Wyoming once.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming? Yeah. What'd
2: you
1: do there? I grew up. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Womp, <I'm sorry. laughs> yeah, that, is a, that is an appropriate response um, to growing up in Wyoming I know
2: some amazing people from Wyoming so, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, where are they now? California exactly. New York, Chicago, <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming Yeah. Um, anyway, that's fantastic um, Yeah, that's awesome, dude um, Yeah, just excited for the idea Like, you know, being between n- Not actually actively working on a big stressful job right now Yeah Day in and day out is... um because then it's all hypothetical. Then it's all like, well, oh, we're writing these scripts and we're talking about this, and we want to see this happen by the you know, excitement before the stress, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. Uh, well, so our company is uh, AR Works Motion Picture Company, um, and we're yeah, we're like, I guess we talked about earlier, we're bold enough to just go ahead with Motion Picture Company and not like we also do commercials though. No, right? We that, really no, do. That's music honestly videos. a huge, well, make it. it's, it's a huge choice. smarter. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. But um
3: I, I respect that decision a lot, by the way.
2: Sticking to it as hard as possible. Yeah. Um but so we just recently did a music that said. We just recently did a <laughs> music a video um, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm pretty Stop. proud of. You
3: still gotta pay <laughs> rent.
2: Uh, yeah. Um and I've really I've wanted to do more music videos <laughs> for a long time. This is a great opportunity. Um, I don't know music if you know Mandy Groves. Great, don't get us wrong. Um,
3: Narrative based music video though. Yes, yeah. No. Narrative based music video. Thank you, Beer. Are you yeah. familiar with Mandy Groves? I I uh, your profile is the first place I heard about
2: her. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so you're doing your job um, well. Yeah, yeah. No, I no, guess so. Yeah, that, that so. sounded like
2: dripping um, with fucking irony. I did not <laughs> intend it. To. No, no, no. <laughs> it seems to be doing um relatively well. Yeah. She just came out with an EP called Phases, um, and it's out on like Apple. Music. It's a gorgeous uh, music video, by, uh, by the way. Thank you very much. Loved we it. we crammed that thing. Uh, a lot of a lot of cooks in that kitchen, really trying to make sure that we were able to do something of quality and honest honest to god we um prepped a different music video for a month and then we did that one uh in about a, a week or so yep sounds I'm about right very surprised about the way it kind of it was gorgeous came out without you know big big advocate for prepping no decisions should be made without sleeping on it and waking up the next morning and being like does it still sound good to you or are you crazy because <laughs> usually the first thing that comes to mind I think you're just trained to be like, the first thing that comes to mind is not the thing you should be doing. Yeah, just Mama being like just starting the film festival uh, circuit. But uh, I think we have other ones coming up in, okay. in other states. Follow, yeah, uh, for following what's going on with you guys, what's the best um, platform? Our website's being, by the time this is back up, our website will probably be up. It should be ARworks Film. Or uh Airworks Motion Picture Company is also on Facebook and Instagram cool. and all that
1: kind and of stuff. Earlier you said you suck at Instagram, so
2: Yeah, I mean like Do you run the social media profile? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh oh. Uh oh. Actually, I mean I think I Do you post I do pictures okay with it? You're better yeah. than me. Yeah, I post <laughs> pictures. Um, usually maybe I don't scrutinize like what they are enough or oh, whatever. You I'm not trying to figure out just yeah. how to how You're
3: to, not an Instagram model. Network. It's okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well uh I've been thinking about it. <laughs> you you
3: ha- you could have a backup career.
2: Again, going back to
1: really apologizing profusely for my horrible behavior and unprofessional uh, being late and getting us started a little. bit. I don't bit remember
2: late. any of that. I just remember Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren and Laura Dern, and that's all I remember.
1: <laughs> uh, but do you? Is there anything that? Uh, you really wanted to touch on feel like we didn't get a chance to get
2: around to i don't know i just didn't think we were going to talk about so much star wars and now i'm just having a hard time thinking about things don't. oh wars. boy you don't sign up this in general was great i always i love an opportunity to talk about star wars whenever especially from uh from a fanboy and kind of just a people who like movies perspective um it is a lot of inspiration for a lot of people uh Shock that come. get into films. I think if you're on set, you've got ten out of every twelve people being like, "Oh yeah, Star Wars is probably forty percent of the reason I'm here." And the
1: other two people are like, "So yeah, we're it cool. makes,
2: yeah, no, Star Wars is okay, I guess." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hi. But, um, fucking okay. off. <laughs> but, uh, this is a it's a great opportunity. I love that you guys are doing this. You guys are good uh, people. All Goal right. Poops. Well,
1: now that my ego has been thoroughly inflated, therapist, I need you no longer. Uh, this has been another episode of The Unfinished Degree, brought to you by Snowman Films. As always, I am, unfortunately, Evan Fries, here with Noah Mittman. How's it going? And Alex... What's a degree? We'll We'll find out. We didn't even fucking... Talk about that. oh yeah like, shit. So we will be sitting down with Alex again to Most talk more definitely. about because uh, the whole film school. We're gonna uh,
3: get into some real shit about film school, not just everybody was nice and it was a yeah. great experience. <laughs> you like he's so
1: lying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was sitting here getting like the opposite of a boner. I was like, where's the juicy anger?
2: Like. <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, All no. Yeah,
3: it's, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it. It was good. All we'll right. get you closer to where you can not have to drive and you can get some more beer. And you, there you yeah. go.
1: Lexi, thanks for hanging with us in your wonderful home. And Alex, thank you so much for making the trek to be out here and uh, just shooting the shit and nerding out and uh, putting up with us as we kind of just wing it. And uh, I would love to say next time we talk, we'll have more structure. We won't. <laughs> I look forward to it. Perfect awesome all right well thank you guys for listening and uh that's all i felt
3: right
2: now. <laughs> thank you guys so much Mom, see you next
3: sorry. time